Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, hello everybody and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. My name is Barry Miracle. I will be your dream coach and your facilitator today as we delve further into what it is to be an overcomer, how to be an overcomer and actually begin to possess and make progress in the process that we're calling the dream. God had a dream for you and that he wants that to come to pass even more than you want it to. And so today I'm going to be talking about uh, Joseph as our template of, of a of a overcomer, of somebody that overcame great um, issues and obstacles and offenses and things. All these things that are trying to stop you from fulfilling your purpose, we must know that we are more than conquerors and that we are overcomers. And I want to decree and declare that you are an overcomer, that you are greater than your circumstantial evidence or the situation that you find yourself in. So like I said, I'm going to be talking about Joseph. And I just want to say at the get-go, Joseph, to fulfill his dream and live out his purpose, Joseph to become the overcomer and actually be a person that literally saved the world, Joseph had to go from the pit to the pad to the pen to the palace for the purpose of the preservation of a prophetic people to allow Jesus Christ to even come and be, be the savior of the world. This is part of the history. This is part of the backstory of what it was for somebody to save the world like Jesus did. But it was one that was earlier on that stayed in the calling. I want to tell you at the end of the day, when you're, when you, when, when you are sitting in your rocking chair and you, you're about to go on to your eternal reward, what you did in, in, in staying in the dream and believing the word of God and believing in, in the calling, the election, the purpose, and the dream of God that he has for you, by you fulfilling your purpose, you will be like a Joseph within your spheres of influence. Come on, can I get a better amen out there? So a couple weeks ago, I um, I, I called it over, the, overcomer, the Overcomers Part 2, which was a promise to war with. And so I went through the whole story of Thomas and how Thomas... Uh, didn't believe until Jesus showed up and he said, and he said, put your finger in my hand, put your hand on my side. See, Thomas, it is, it is me. And how that God is coming for the Thomases of this age, of this time, that, that, that we've been blindsided, that we're, we're locked down in the midst of fear and, 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 and concern and, and problems and pains and overreach and all these things. And, and, and Jesus, I want to say that Jesus is showing up for us in this season of our lives like he showed up for Thomas. And he said, Thomas, you believe because you have seen, but blessed are they that believe when they don't see. Can you stand and all things stand when you're not seeing exactly will you trust God in the process 
Will you trust God that you're making progress? Will you trust God to give you the strength to possess the dream? If you keep standing in all things, then you will, you will see the deliverance of the Lord in the land of the living, and you will see yourself become a breakthrough for everyone else in your spheres of influence. You are about to be a savior to your world. How do you do that? By staying in the dream. So today I'm calling this possessing, progressing, and possessing the dream. And I'm using the life of, of jo jo oh, sorry, Joseph as the template of an overcomer. So at your conception, I just want to go over a little bit of your the dream that God has for you. At your conception, every answer you will ever need while living on the earth was downloaded with you. You are a dream wrapped in flesh. You are a dream from the heart of the Father that has been clothed in an earth suit, propelled into this people planet as an answer. He knew you before you were in your mother's womb, and he sanctified you before you were born, according to Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. I've often said that it is Christ in you, which is the hope of glory, but it is Christ coming out of you and mantling you and flowing forth from you and into this hurting world, which is the only hope for humanity. Much like verse, the verse found in, in Colossians chapter 1, verse 27, it says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's wonderful that the glory of God, the kingdom of God, and the rivers of living waters are all in us, but until we lay hold of them by faith and bring them into this realm, we will not enjoy the answers or the benefits they bring. We must be like a fountain. We must be like, a, ladies and gentlemen, we must be like a fountain that lays hold of a substance from another atmosphere. The, the, the atmosphere on the inside of you called the kingdom of God and bring it up and release that substance into this atmosphere there's a what a fountain is is it lay hold, lays hold of it siphons from another atmosphere the water and brings it up the conduit and and i'm saying our bodies through the doorway of our spirit and we release it out the fountain head of our life the gate of the mouth and we release it and manifest it into this realm shifting and changing this realm from another realm it, ladies and gentlemen, we must lay hold of our promises. We must lay hold of our dream. We must possess our dream. Philippians chapter 3, verse 12 says, Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. We must lay hold of our dream that seems ethereal, and make it ours, we must manifest it here on the earth. Ideologies are not enough. Mental assent is not enough. Positional is not enough. We must manifest the substance of things hoped for. Pie in the sky, ladies and gentlemen, is not enough. We need steak in the nasty now. Like the modern-day prophet Scott Stapp. And if you're listening to this today, Scott, thank you for this prophecy and this prophetic utterance that says, take these dreams and make them mine. The blueprints of your dream is safely hidden on the inside of you for you 
but from your enemy. Did you hear that? The blueprints of your dream is they are safely hidden on the inside of you for you, but from your enemy waiting for you to believe that you were placed here on purpose with a purpose. And I want to tell you that God, when he sent you here on a purpose with a purpose, with the dream on the inside of you, a lot of other people that you are that you are to mother and to father. I speak to mothers and fathers right now. There are people that you are carrying part of their answers and part of their solutions and on the inside of you. And as you begin to have relationship with these people, these children, the, the, these spiritual sons and daughters, as you do, you, you will begin to release the rivers of living water and the answers that are have been hidden on the inside of you waiting to come out of you to be an answer within your spheres of influence. This is, um, this is so important that we understand that we have to lay hold of the dream. We got to manifest, we got we to gotta bring it forth into this realm because it's not just good to know about it. We have to possess it because we need not pie in the sky. We won't need faith and dreams and everything else when, when we're in eternity. Uh, we, we, we will be able to operate as God because we will know him as he is and we will become in our whole spirit, soul, and body just like him. We won't have to fight through the illusions of the flesh and the soul. We will be one with God and we will be operating like, like God in the afterlife and we, we will be enjoying it, the presence and, and, and creating, co-creating with him in, in the future. But right now, we need stake in the nasty now. We need substance right now. So we must learn how to lay hold of the promises of God and the dream of God for our lives. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to remind you that God is more interested in you living the good life that he prearranged through the dream that he placed on the inside of you more than you want it. The dream of God for your life is not just the destination. It is more than that. It has a lot to do with the process. So this is a life statement that this God gave, God gave to me several years ago. And it's like this. Life is not the rigidity of a destiny desperately driven towards as much as it is the fluidity of a purpose fulfilled. I'm going to say that again. Life is not the rigidity of a destiny desperately driven towards as much as it is the fluidity of a purpose fulfilled. Yes, finishing strong matters, ladies and gentlemen, but the end does not justify the means. God has set up good paths for us to walk upon, and we are making progress. So here we go with Joseph's dream. Joseph had a dream that he had to stay in. He had to possess. He had to make progress in the midst of the process. So... With this in mind, let me share this fairly well-known story of the 11th son of Jacob, or Israel, as his other name is known by. I choose this story at this time because he had a dream. This, this dream took 13 years to come into fruition. I believe that through this timeless story that I'm about to share with you, we will see how to stay in the process and not let go of our dream, no matter what 
is happening. Don't be guided by the circumstantial evidence in the temporary realm. Do not be guided by what the enemy is doing or not doing. Don't be guided by what you feel or 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 you're sensing in in according to negativity and the haters and the naysayers. Don't give up on your dream. Stay in your obedience. Now I'm, I'm just to uh, kind of give some uh, a little bit of um, uh, balance to this. We we know we know that God has dreams for us, and and sometimes we we have dreams. We have dreams about you know flying to Mars. We have you know dreams that aren't aren't necessarily the dream of God. So I'm talking about in obedience to God, that you have a dream. You know that this is what you're called to do. When you know that this is what you're called to do and this is what you're called to be, say you're called to be a, a preacher, you're called to be a doctor and, you, and, and the marks aren't coming in and you and you have to redo a, a year or you got to redo a, a subject. Don't give up on your dream. If you if you failed your and you want to be a lawyer and you failed the 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 L, LSAT or, or whatever, you and do it again. And study harder. Don't give up on your dream. No matter what, if you know it's a dream from God, don't give up on it. Amen. So jo Joseph's um, story starts in Genesis chapter 37 and ends around Genesis 49. He gets a literal dream from God that he would actually rule over his 11 other brothers, 10 of which were older than him and one that was younger. Then he receives another dream that he would rule over his not only his brothers, but his mother and his father. So Joseph had some, I say, some interesting chatter around the dinner table with the family. How many people know that your siblings love to hear stuff like that? How many people know that they just want to, you know, your older brother wants to hear all, all about how that you're going to rule his life and you're going to be his answer and you're going to, you're going to, you know, mom and dad are going to bow down to me. <laughs> that always goes over really, really popular. Um, his father, Jacob, found it a bit disrespectful, I'm sure. Uh, but at the same time, he hid these things in his heart. Within the parameters of God's dream that he dreamed before anything began lies all of our dreams. Joseph had a, few part, a huge part to play to preserve all of humanity. What are you doing by dreaming? What are you doing by dreaming? Or what great thing are you bringing into this earth that nobody else can what answer like Joseph are you to this realm that will preserve, heal, or sustain people in your spheres of influence? Maybe you might not save the whole world by your dream, by you living out your dream, but maybe you will. Maybe there's something that you are called to, and, and it may not even, you, you know, you might not have the evidence of it until you're well gone. Like Joseph didn't know that he was preserving Judah that would bring forth the, you know, the savior of the world eventually, and his name is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He didn't know that back then. He was just trying to survive. He know he he, he knew that he had a dream and that he that that this was from God and, and this gave him the impetus, the the power to stay 
in it. Here's a good place to mention this. Only share your dreams, especially in the beginning with those you know you can trust. The Bible says to not cast your pearls before swine. In other words, the things that are most important in your life should only be shared with the most trusting people of your life. I know there there was a process for Joseph to get to the palace, and I believe that we all have a cup to drink, a chaos to dominate, a hereditary curses to overcome, promises to receive, and a promised land to dominate and take. I also believe that through tribulation, we are entering into the kingdom and we build our life muscle by pushing back on the resistance and pushing through the pain. It's how we build muscle. I, I know that these things must be done. I know Joseph's process is all true, and I'm personally committed to any process, this is me, that I, that I have to go through, but I am not willing to just go through things for the sake of going through them. I'm not just going to take a shot on the chin and just say, oh, well, you know, bad things happen to good people as well, and then I end up just, you know, just getting on with my life. I'm, I, I'm, I'm willing to pay for whatever I need to pay for. And I'll pay max whatever I've got to do to fill, fulfill God's dream for my life. The thing is, there are so many great stories that we can learn from that will help us avoid some of the pitfalls. The question I, I often have asked myself and asked actually other leaders in my life is, is there a better way? that Joseph could have went to the kingdom because Joseph went, like I said, he had a dream, he spoke the dream, and then he ended up getting opposition from people that he shared the dream with. And then Joseph ends up going from the pit to the pad, to the pen, to the palace for the purpose of the preservation of a prophetic people and becoming the savior of the world. Like I said, I'm committed to the manifestation of the dream and I hope you are as well. It's not always easy being me. And it will not always be easy being you. But I want to tell you, there's nothing more worth it. There's nothing more important because God placed these dreams on you to be manifested. And one of the greatest atrocities that, that I feel for God is this, when people just are born into this realm with a purpose, on a purpose, with a great dream, with great potential, and they end up just surviving in life until they die. And they never manifest 99% of the dream or even 90% of the dream. And, and so many, you know, inventions and so many things are, are missed in people's salvations and nations and things that, that didn't have to go through stuff happen because somebody didn't live out their dream. I, I know it sounds like I may even be putting pressure on you, but understand there's something more at stake than ju just you getting growing old, buying a boat and retiring in Florida. There are actually people that are waiting to be saved and, 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 and 
prospering and even nations and, and, and ideas and, and wise and witty and genius things that, that need to come out of your life. What are these things? You, I just want, I want to speak to the power of the, uh, of the purpose on the inside of you to begin to be released from you. Receive the anointing of breakthrough today that you will be able to break out of the containment and the paralytic uh, paralysis uh, the, the, uh, of your uh, of your dream that the the enemy's trying to shut you down and and contain you right now and i just release an anointing to see beyond the paralytic state of even fear of even stepping out many people are saying i'm not going to have another child a lot of people are saying i'm i'm not going to open up that business i'm not going to do that dream i want to tell you don't be guided by the circumstantial evidence of the economical instability if god said it god will bring it to pass is there timings yes there is but i don't want you to give up on your dream you also need to know that being in god's eternal plan and living out his dream for your life is the place of your of great your greatest peace and sense of completeness as you begin to believe your dream and start to possess your dream you will become irreplaceable irresistible and begin to be protected in the hollow halls of the secret place of the most high god this is the place of immunity, the place where all of creation begins to come alive to you and begins to work on your behalf. Yes, that's what I'm saying. You are absolutely irresistible, irrefutable. You're non-combustible. You're 10 foot tall and bulletproof proof in the midst of your calling, your dream, and your purpose. If you want to know the safest place that you can live, it's right on the tip of your purpose going forward in obedience to God. You cannot be stopped as long as you have life in your dream. That's exciting stuff, guys. So here we go, back to the dream of Joseph. Joseph dreamed his dream and spoke his dream. He may have spoken it abruptly and with poor timing, but nonetheless, he had the tenacity to speak it. Although you may or may not speak it wisely or in the right time, the main thing is you must speak it forth. You are another speaking spirit just like God. As God spoke everything into existence and holds it together by the power of his words, then you need to know that there is life and death in the power of your words. In 1 John 4, 17 says, as he is, so are we in this world. God's way of doing things is by words. Jesus says, the words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life, meaning that the vehicle that the spirit of God flows on are his words. So to see our dream come to come to pass we need to speak it speak it and then speak it we need to continue to speak it forth we need to speak forth the dream we need to bring utterance what was placed on the inside of us must come forth out of us you came into this realm fully loaded with more resources than you could use in 10 lifetimes I, i've said that before and you probably heard me say that but you need to understand that that needs to be manifested. You will begin to create the environment, the atmosphere, and the fibers of your dream as you begin to decree it. 
like I said, you will get into, uh, I'll get more into detail as I'm going forward in these more than, uh, uh, these, sorry, these overcoming, this series on, on being overcomers. I'm going to get more into detail about words and, and, and the power of words. But let, let's get back to the dream. Joseph dreamed his dream, saw his dream, believed his dream, and began to speak his dream. And immediately his dream was challenged. The enemy is always trying to stop a dreamer. He, the enemy is always trying to destroy the dream of God because a manifested dream is the most powerful thing in this realm. As it begins to manifest, it immediately begins to take back what the enemy is illegally occupying. Your dream will be buffeted because of the power it possesses. Did you hear that? Your dream will be buffeted because of the power it possesses and that power that that your dream possesses is the ability to take back what the enemy has stolen from God and from us as his children. As Joseph was in the process of manifesting the dream, so are we. We are in the process of making progress. Joseph's process was going from the pit to the pad to the pen to the palace for the purpose of the pre preservation of a prophetic people. Ladies and gentlemen, the end of your dream will always preserve or deliver something greater than just yourself. My God. Joseph was Jacob's favorite child. He was the firstborn of Rachel. Rachel was the love of Jacob's life. The one he paid 14 years of his life to receive the privilege of taking her to be his own. So when Joseph was born, he was treated with a lot more favor than the other children born to him by the other daughter of Laban's called Leah. Matter of fact, Joseph went on as far as, to, as giving, uh, sorry, matter, Jacob went as far as to give Joseph a special garment which he called it the coat of many colors. It was favor. I guess a lesson learned right here should be when you are favored and when you look favored is the time to understand that not everybody does, that everybody does not appreciate your favor. If you know what I'm, if you know what I'm saying, do you understand what I'm saying? When you are favored by God, not everybody will appreciate that favor that God has given to you so that you can do great things. When you are favored by God, there is a lot of haters, a lot of naysayers out there that can't stand somebody doing something good, great, or doing something well. It's sad, but unfortunately, it's very true. So Joseph's brothers sure didn't appreciate the favor. They, they were sick and tired of hearing about the dreams and about everything that, that he was going to do and how that they were going to bow down to him. And they were tired of seeing the favor manifested and they, he had the nicest garments provided by his father, um, Jacob, who is married to his, his favorite wife and, 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 and Joseph would be the firstborn. And, and so they were just, his brothers were absolutely um, hurt, wounded, um, jealous, offended. There are people out there and, and don't, don't be upset with them. 
love them, love beyond knowledge. You, you know, you, this is one of the ways that you can avoid sometimes getting thrown in the pit is that you love beyond knowledge. You, you, there's this favor on your life and you, and you don't want to get rid of the favor. You de- sometimes you don't even want to hide the favor. You want to live in the favor. You want to, you want to enjoy the favor of God. But when people begin to hate on you and begin to say all manner of evil against you in the new covenant, we, we love beyond knowledge. We, we, we bless those that curse us. We do good to those that despitefully try to use us. And this is one way. And I just want to say, say this to you. Don't flaunt your tremendous favor. Live in it, enjoy it, but don't flaunt it. Because those that have the audacity to dream their dream and speak their dream will begin to release irresistible favor of God on their lives. So this is what we're doing. But don't flaunt it because it reminds us all the other people around you and in your spheres of influence that they shrank back and they settled for the good ideas instead of the God ideas. You need to love them so well that that their flesh is drowned out. Love them so well that they begin to step into and they stop cursing themselves up to the fourth generation and they begin to step into the very dream of God for their lives. You can be their answer in the midst of your security of who you are, even though you're the one that is about to be thrown into the pit, you're the one that's even maybe in the pit, and they're still jealous of you. They're still trying to get rid of you. But wherever you throw a man or a woman of of God that that is in covenant with their God and walking in obedience with them, it doesn't matter where you throw this person. They will always end on their feet. It doesn't matter if they're in a pit. They'll come to the surface and they will begin to make progress. It, it doesn't matter if you throw them into the, the dominance of another leader and they will rise to the surface. It doesn't matter if you throw them into a penitentiary. They'll begin to run the penitentiary. I want to tell you, don't be afraid of the darkness. It only is the backdrop, the backdrop to show forth the brilliance and power of God coming out of your life. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody say amen out there. Ladies and gentlemen, what we are dealing with on a regular basis are people who can't stand people who are succeeding. It's a poverty mentality that thinks because someone else is doing well and seeing great favor in their lives means that there is less pie for them. This is not true. Within the DNA of everyone's dream is the supply to pay for the completion of that very dream. Your dream is not subjected to the limitations of this realm. You need to know that the economies respond to the person that believes and begins to do what they were called to be. I'm going to say that again. You need to know that the economies, all the economies respond to the person who believes and begins to do what they're called to do and called to be. Economic downturns, etc., have no bearing on whether a dream comes to pass or not. Economic downturns, etc., I mean all the other things, all the all the other kind of um social and economic and and um cultural all these things have no bearing. You can, you know, because I lived on the backside of a territory of, of about 2,000 people. I grew up on a reservation 
and, and I didn't have the uh, accessibility to some things that other people, none of those things come into uh, opposition so strong to stop me. None of these things can stop the dream of God. The only thing that can stop the dream of God, my dear friend, is this one thing. It's called you. Nothing can stop you but you. Nothing. Your dream will not, your dream will, sorry, your dream will put a demand on the resources of this realm. Your dream will put a demand on the resources of this realm. Your dream will put a demand on the resources that he put on the inside of you. Your faith, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says, now faith is the substance, the, sorry, now faith is the realization of the substance of the things you've been hoping for and the evidence of the things unseen. I don't know if you heard that. I want, I'm, I'm bringing some uh, quantum mechanics into our teaching right now. Are you, are you ready to go to another level here in, in your faith? Quantum mechanics. Quantum scientists say this, that substance doesn't take form. The very helix or the DNA strand, the, the, the twisted ladder looking thing, the DNA, that doesn't take form. This is what secular uh, quantum scientists are saying, is that things don't take shape until somebody begins to pay attention to them. Everything that you see in these realms and vehicles and, 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 and I'm, that's a big manifestation of, of the metal that they, that they made and the iron that they made and the steel that they made and all these things that they made and the rubber that they made and all these things came into fruition because it came out of a man that came out of an idea. Can you hear me? And this is what, this is what, brings validation, sorry, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, brings validation to uh, quantum mechanics. And this is, now faith is, the, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing, and hearing comes by the word of God. Uh, now faith, it, faith does not come by having heard, but faith comes by hearing, not having heard. So your faith, so the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, now faith is, Somebody say is. Now faith is. Faith is the realization of a substance hoped for. Nothing can stop your dream. The Nothing, no economical downturns, nothing can stop you. You're not determined. Your, your purpose and your destiny is not determined by this, this stratosphere, the second heaven or this heavenly realm that we live in on the earth. None of the resources or the lack thereof can stop you. Only you can, because your faith actually will be the, become the very realization of the substance of the things hoped for that on the inside of you. Can you hear what I am saying to you today? You cannot be stopped if you just keep on going in the obedience of God. Well, we're at the 34-minute mark, so I better wind this down and pick this story up, talking about Joseph's life story and how he is the template that we can look at on how to not only process 
but make progress and possess the dream and bring it forth into this realm. I'm very honored to be able to speak to you guys on a weekly basis. Hopefully this has encouraged you and we are going to pick up and I'm going to be talking about the first place of opposition next week as, as we continue on the Overcomers series. I bless you guys. If you if you are finding this beneficial, please go to my uh, website at www.barrymiracle.ca, just barrymiracle.ca, and you can get more resources there. You can pick up my best my best-selling book called Wake Up Into Your Dream. And um, a lot of this material that I'm sharing is in that book, and you can study it out. Um, I sold thousands of copies to people around the world and, and they got a lot out of it. So you can go there. You can also sow into our ministry, Take Charge Ministries, uh, where we're doing uh, works in, in different places and, and I'm preaching in, in to different parts of the world and just uh, trying to fulfill God's dream for our lives. And that my calling is to release you into your dreams and, and give you the tools to possess your promised land. So I thank you for this opportunities. Once again, Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off till next week. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend, Tony Fitzgerald would say, you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect, you can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.